me a mission, I got demons to slay. Communication made you talk in this way. What's going on, Anxious World? I got a quick message for you. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention offers these helpful tips. One, focus on what is in your control. Two, do what helps you feel safe. Three, stay in the present. And four, connect with others. If you need help right now, please text TALK to 741-741 for the crisis text line. Anxious world, what's going on, my good people? Thank you all for tuning in. Y'all already know what it is. The Anxiety About Anxiety podcast. Uh, you know where we you know, highlight the importance of our mental health. Uh, you know, put that awareness out there for the world to know that, you know, we're we're here. We're talking about it. You know, we're trying to change that narrative and, you know, break that stigma and, you know, be a part of that that movement. And um, I think we're doing a pretty good job overall in the whole mental health community, you know, highlighting it more, talking about it more. And that's exactly what I strive to do with this podcast. Y'all already know if you're new to the podcast, you never heard it before, then, you know, go back and, you know, it's over 130 some episodes and you'll see you'll see the the mission that I'm on, you know, trying to give people the voice to speak about whatever they've been through. Their experiences with uh, any mental health struggles that they've been through and just be that advocate and be that voice and to be that voice of reason for some people out there that's not really knowing, you know, what to do. They might feel like their backs, their backs are against the wall and, you know, they have nothing else left. But that's not true. You know, a lot of a lot of us have been down and out and um, been, you know, just feeling like this is the end. But there's always light at the end of the tunnel and you know I, I have gained so much knowledge and respect and just man just gained so much hope for myself that no matter the struggles that I go through I know that I can make it through and I go through struggles every day every week maybe every hour throughout some weeks but I know I can make it through that's the goal. I want everybody to understand that you can make it through. And so on this episode, I asked a gentleman by the name of Stephen Lewis a while back, man. You know, I was talking about um, why a lot of men don't talk about our feelings uh, or talk about our mental health in general. You know, most of the times, you know, we fear that somebody might think that we're weak or, you know, we're not a strong in, uh, individual or a strong man, you know. And I wanted to know why we hold it all inside, because, I mean, I know as a guy, as, as a man myself, I just was always taught that, you know, uh, growing up, just kind of suppress those feelings. Do not cry. That is the first thing I was always taught. Do not cry. Do not show that emotion because they're going to think you weak, you know, and this whole time, especially as a teenager, the whole time I was holding, holding this fear inside, this anxiety that I was going through. Because I was afraid to speak about it. And even into my adult years, I was afraid to speak about it. And there's a lot of guys out there that, you know, just don't want to share what we're going through. Because we, we feel like people, A, don't want to hear what we're going through. You know, B, don't care. And C, just, 
you're supposed to be that that backbone. You know, you you, you may be you know like looked at as the person that's always being strong, but in actuality, you may actually be going through something. And I just wanted to highlight that for some for guys out there to start opening up and and talking about what we're going through. And Stephen, you know, I asked him. I believe it was three questions, you know, uh, pretty much uh, why do so many guys hold their feelings in? And I just want to start that conversation and to make uh, to make or try to help some guys out there, you know, open up to their loved ones, their family members or a close relative or a therapist. (laughs) No, no better way. You know, and just break that stigma because we really need to talk about what we're going through. And that's what I'm striving for. So I, I made this, um, I, I, to be honest with you, I made this for my other podcast, the Anxious Male Perspective podcast. But I thought that Stephen highlighted it so well that, you know, I wanted to share it on this, on anxiety about anxiety. Just so, you know, uh, any any gentlemen, any guys out there that's uh, listening to this can get some type of perspective and get some type of understanding to kind of, you know, incorporate, you know, this into their life to, you know, start opening up. Because we need to break that stigma, you guys. I'm talking to all my men out there. We need to break that stigma. It's up to us, you know, um, to pass that down. If you got any boys for your, your children, any boys, pass that down. You know, I catch myself. I ain't going to lie to you guys. I, I caught myself the other day. My five-year-old, he was he was whining, he was crying, or whatnot. And you know, I, I caught myself real quick saying, "Boy, don't be crying. You know, don't don't cry. Don't stop crying. Stop. You know, don't don't cry." But then after I I said that, I sat back. I sat back down on the couch and I thought about it. So, like, oh no 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 no. First first of all, let me see why you are why why are you crying? You know, trying to understand why he's crying instead of just telling him stop crying. You know, I just trying to get a better understanding at it and i struggle with it you guys so don't think i'm perfect but it's in my head i struggle with it but i got i got four boys and i want to show them that it's okay to show emotion to be feeling away you may you may you may be dealing with i have one that deals with social anxiety my 16 year old he has very bad social anxiety you know i want to show him it's okay to talk about what you're going through son talk to me you know, I want to show all four of them that so we can break that chain, break that stigma. So they don't pass it down to their kids, to their boys, if they have boys. So, yeah, it's a pretty short episode. So we're going to get into it. Um, Steven, thank you for, you know, highlighting, highlighting this subject, which is so near and dear to my heart. All my guys out there. Open up. Um, if you want to come on a podcast, any anybody, it's not just for a guy, for any 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 women, any man, anybody. If you want to come on this show, tell your truth, talk about what you've been through in your life, you know, talk about your mental health struggles, so you can help break that stigma. Please reach out to me, please at anxiety about anxiety at gmail dot com, or you can follow me on Facebook or Instagram at anxiety about anxiety. Uh, just reach out to me and we can go back and forth and I will get your story out there because this is so, so many people need to hear it. It's just motivation to get ourselves right. 
So thank you all for tuning in to the Anxiety About Anxiety podcast. Yeah, I'll be back next week. Uh, I'll probably keep this trend going with, you know, a couple guys talking about why a lot of men don't talk about their feelings. So we might do this next week. We're going to see. But everybody stay safe and stay blessed, everybody. Peace out. Hey, my name is Stephen Lewis from the Relevance for Today podcast show, answering some great questions about mental health. The first question is, why do you think so many men shy away from speaking about their feelings or overall mental health? Is it because it can be perceived as a weakness or as weaknesses? That's really one of the honest answers, because it is perceived. It can be perceived as being a weakness. Uh, So we shy away as men. Because, you know, hey, we're men. We're supposed to have it all together. We're supposed to look like we've got it going on. And there's times we don't. We walk around broken. We walk around hurt. We walk around stressed, depressed. And uh, one of the things, too, that I look at is trusting others. Not being able to trust other people to actually keep your secret. To keep what's going on in your life to themselves, you know, keeping it private. And, uh, so that's really important. And it does, it, uh, like I said before, you know, like you wrote, it, it does seem like it's a weakness for some, you feel like you should have it together. You should be polished. You know, a successful man has it all together. He knows what he's doing. When come to find out we go home at the end of the day, or we are home and, uh, we're stressed. And we're having a hard time with life and we don't want to share with our spouses because we don't want them to be upset. And so that that's a good question. Uh, the next question, how do you think we as men can change the stigma? I would say by finding a close friend and having an open friendship with another man. I think that's very important. Uh, I'm a licensed minister, an ordained minister. And what I've found is many men don't have a friend they can talk to. They don't have someone they can trust. It all goes back to trust again. Having that one individual that's in your corner that you can trust, that you don't go around the other guys and come to find out your problems are being shared by everyone. So the big thing I would say for that is finding a close friend, finding someone you can trust, and getting things off your chest. Very important. And do the same thing with your spouse, getting to a point with your spouse where you can say, "Han, I need to talk. I want to tell you what's really going on with me. It's not it's not about you. It's me. I'm stressed out and I'm going to share everything with you and we'll put it on the table and you go from there. Counseling helps as well, for sure. Question number three, how would you describe your mental health? Do you express how you're feeling or do you hold it in? Well, for me personally, I'm a disabled veteran. And went to the Gulf War, and I was a weapons loader. So we loaded bombs, and people lost their lives. And so that was something hard to deal with. After that first came, plane came back with no bombs on it, that's when we realized we were taking people's lives. And that's something that I hardly ever talk about. I actually brought that up to a counselor. And uh, she explained to me that I had a couple things going on that I didn't realize that I was suppressing my feelings from the war, uh, dealing with uh, chronic pain as well from being disabled. And I've, it's a, you know, you've got your little 
coping mechanisms. You keep it inside. You stay busy trying to help everybody else and doing things for other people. Helps you forget about your own personal situation. So that's what I did for many years. And uh, sitting down and talking to a counselor about it really opened things up, really learned why I act certain ways, why I keep to myself. And uh, especially during this COVID pandemic mess we're in, it's easy to stay home and quarantine and then come to find out the reason why I was excited about staying home and quarantining was because I was hiding away from the world. But you wouldn't know it when I'm out and about. It's crazy how that works. And uh, But getting to talk to someone I trust and, of course, sharing more things with my wife is very important and has helped me out a lot because I don't feel guilty about telling her, hey, I'm having a down day. You know, I don't want her. My old thing was I didn't want her to feel guilty or maybe it was her or something like that. And it's like, no, it's not you at all. It's just going through some things in life, dealing with some things in my head, you know, making that snowball effect happen and all that crazy stuff that you found out you've been doing after the fact of getting, sitting down and talking to a counselor. That's the big thing. Sit down, talk to a counselor, learn some coping skills, learn some techniques, learn how to not make an anthill, yeah, however that saying goes, but you take one little thing and you turn it into a mountain and come to find out it's not even a mountain, it's not even a hill. It's a small thing. But the mind, we can just get going and we can make up scenarios in our head that don't even exist. And before you know it, we've got a mess on our hands. So, yep, I've learned to talk. I'm doing really good at it. Doing really good at it. And number four, in what way do you maintain your mental health? For me personally, it's, you know, my counselor told me, do what you enjoy doing. I enjoy podcasting and helping other people and reaching out and sharing the word of God and things like that. So that's what I do. I enjoy doing that and enjoy helping others in the podcasting world to grow. It's doing things that you enjoy doing. And it's okay to sit and relax, teaching yourself that it's okay to take some time off for yourself. You don't have to try to save the world. Stay focused, take some time off, enjoy your life, and, uh, and talk to your spouse for sure. Talk to your spouse, have someone to talk to that you can just sit down and say, hey, listen, here's what's going on in my life. And just go from there, get things off your chest. And be a good listener to others as well who may be in your same situation. And so that's how I do it. Stay focused. Take time out for myself. Relax. Take time to smell the roses. And so that's my answers to the questions. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of it. And hope that helps somebody. God bless.